Welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready in three, two, one. Live from the top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Big show. Big show today. Oh, big big week. Friday. Big week. Good Jeez. to be back. So nice happy week, happy to have you on board as well on the burner phone. If you want to get in touch, 0484101045. We're talking about Morton Island's recent glory. Best beaches in the world have been named and Morton... Bulwa has made the list. No, right, Bulwa has. You must saying. be happy about the, all the promotion and the encouragement of people to go over to your home. Well, stranded at Bulwa is a, a beautiful oh, accommodation site that you can stay at. Marto, are you still the caretaker there? I am the crazy caretaker at the back, but I'm, I'm sober, so I'm not as funny as I used oh, to be when, I'm, when I come up, oh, g'day, how's everything going at the accommodation? Careful if you stop drinking because you'll end up like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. I think you need the grog to take the edge off. We'll find you frozen in a hedge, mate. Anyways, the take-home message was Morton's somehow... Poked its head up. A hundred top one hundred beaches. Lonely, lonely in the world. planet. Does anyone still buy that? Yeah, I think planet? so. It's still yeah. a thing. Uh, but um, I was surprised that the Tangaluma actually featured as the world's best beach to see nature at. Yeah, we're talking about sharks and dolphins and swimming Starfish. with yeah, and stingrays Blue and stuff. Bottles. And then there was uh, an insinuation that you might be able to get sucked off by a, a wobbygong. That's what Pat from Marsden, he goes, Ree Morton Island, don't get sucked off by a wobbygong, Margot. They have teeth. And what have I just shown you? You've sent me the Wikipedia of do mm. wobbygong sharks have teeth? Mm. Commonly seen uh, lying on the seabed in caves and That's under right. ledges. They are usually not aggressive. Wobbygongs, however, do have sharp teeth, should Ooh. not be touched or provoked. Mm, don't throw your willy in there. Not big ones, though. Little, oh, yeah. little baby teeth. But they still snatch some, you up. Some guys like a bit of teeth. Oh, no, they're lying. Just a little bit. They're trying to make you feel yeah. better, mm, I, I think. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that, I'm not sure. Never done what? Sucked off a wobbygong? Never been sucked off by a wobbygong. <laughs> never sucked one either. Wobbygongs are placid, retiring sharks that live on the bottom. Their teeth are small, pointy and sharp. Do not throw your penis in there. It doesn't say that. <laughs> you've added to that into Wikipedia. <laughs> you add an addendum on that. You don't know teath until you've breastfed a baby. Oh, yeah. No, that's oh, true. Bleeding. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should stop wife. breastfeeding, what, at 12, 13, when they're 12 or 13 <laughs> years Mom, old? Yes. Months or... <laughs> no, years. Stephen from Logan Home. Hey, Margot, when reversing the caravan, yeah. this will come up on the podcast. You'll understand why Stephen's got in touch. He says we use both our phones to help the driver much better than yelling and hoping to be heard. Well, Stephen, you're dealing with one of the great yellers, though. Margo doesn't need help with volume. I did actually learn that trick because I, um, upon observation of the other caravanners we were with who were also reversing their vans in at the same time, I realised soon enough that I was the only one yelling. And so I looked around to see what they were doing and why they weren't yelling, just assuming that their husbands were better than mine. Yeah. they were on the phones, and then the, one of the other couples had walkie-talkies. Now, the, let's go. Because I'm like, wait, wait, and Corey's like, can you shut up? Stop fucking yelling. If you're older than 
if you're older than 12 using walkie-talkies, I think you need to have a look at yourself. Oh, heaps I of thought, parents use them at the caravan parks with their kids yeah, so they can keep tabs on their kids without having to actually know where their children are. Helicopter parenting. Do the kids want code names like Rubber Ducky? <laughs> you know, like Big in. John. Yeah. Uh, Do you really want to know where your kids are? Well, Jagger... Not at a caravan park. No, no Jagger, uh, our nine-year-old, every day was getting up rain, hail or shine, Marta, and we got, we got a lot of rain. He would get up at like 6.30, he'd get in his tinny and he would not come back till lunch. Then he would fillet his fish and his shellies, crab, whatever, like ice them and then boil them and he loved it. I didn't see him for hours and I was like, I should be concerned because he's out in the broad water in a boat. There's no one over the age of 10, you know, that's responsible. Mm. But they had the best time and they lived to tell the tales of every day and their adventures and their secret spots that they found Mm. and they loved it. That is good. I like that. And he's got a sharp knife if anyone approaches them dangerously. Right. He'll fill at them. Yeah. Uh, Stephen from Logan Home. What's just, he well, no, he's the one who's got in touch with us about Margot. You know, with he's the one that said that oh, tip. Right. Get on the phone. I just want yeah. to play Stephen this from last year. Margot's a world record yeller. Oh, she yes. doesn't need help with yeah. Corey. Corey. <laughs> Corey. Left hand down. Corey. Do you understand just, now, Stephen? Just face away from the mic and go, left hand down, I said, you dickhead. Left hand down, I said, you idiot. I like how you wouldn't say dickhead. Do you ever call him a dickhead? To... Or what do you go with no, idiot normally? No, we don't try not to name call No, us but too. No one, nice. no one tries to, but when one slips out. No. Dum dums go to an our house. Come normally, fuckhead. Because it goes with du- <laughs> Fuckhead, okay. That's... You're such a fuckhead. I like that one. That's a good one. Oh, I get loser occasionally. It's more so when he's been drinking. If he's had too much to drink. And oh, he's, he is a dickhead. But yeah. He's a dickhead. Yeah, and a fuckwit. And a fuckwit. So, yeah, you're a fuckwit. You're a loser from Cat. Yeah. Loser. Yeah, she just goes, oh, fuck, you're a loser. loser. <laughs> oh, that's fun, though. No, it's if hurtful. Say, no, but if you say it that way, that's fun. No, yeah, that's a, well, it's set with a bit more a venom. A dick. You're such a dick. I like that, too. Yeah. You're a dick. Don't be such a dick. Ryan from Fitzgibbon wants to update us on the origin of Eshe. Remember when we were tossing around Eshe? I thought it was Pig Latin for Sesh. I could be wrong. Eshe, Pig Latin for... There you go. He's lad. Eshe Adelot. So it's from England, the the slums of England. Is that where it comes from? Eshe Adlai. Eshe Adlai. Yeah, they generally wear Adidas singlets and gold chain necklaces. They have like a bum bag across their shoulder instead of, you know, in front of them like a fanny pack, you know, like the bodybuilders wear them. They normally wear it this way. So it started out with bum bags and then it moved slowly into the satchel. How old are they? They're like 13 to 18, 17? No, you can get older ones. Can you? Yeah, proper muntoids. But are they pretend bikies? Are they bikies who can't? they're not bikies. No, what are they? No, they're just like. Dicks. Street rats. Yeah, it's a little culture, a little Street subculture okay. yeah. of like skaters and goths and emos. You know, in Saudi Arabia on Fridays, because that's their Saturday, so it's their day off over in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and a lot of the Muslim com- countries, in their town square, that's on Fridays, they'll g- gather there at lunchtime and on the Friday. People. Yes, and cut their fingers off. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, is that? there anything going on in King George Square on Fridays? So I think we just gather around all the Eshays. beheading. We missed an opportunity. We could just have run this <laughs> idea by Adrian Schrinner yeah. when we had him on mm. during the week. Maybe we'll have to get him back. Maybe. We don't need to kill anyone. Why don't we just shred their bum bags in front of them? Wouldn't that be enough punishment to see their favourite bum bag? Just all those Nike. What do they carry in them? Another, What's in there? A knife? What's in there? If they're really Lip gloss. No, you know, like... Lip gloss? Have they got, like, balm? Lip gloss? Yeah, like the old Blistex lip balm. I don't know. What? <laughs> 
What, what do they put in there? Like I don't that's, know. I put in my handbag, Great. my wallet, my makeup, mm. my, you know, sanitary items. I bet it's like a Nintendo Switch or something really lame. Yeah. It'd be good. Don't behead them, but just whip them a little bit. And then, because they're the, they're the youngsters who go on to become Icy's. Yeah. Mm, see, you cop a couple of those. The uh, TN, the TN has got a bad rap. The the Nike TN, which is the type of shoe that the Icy's and the Eshes wear. Has anyone ever run a marathon in those sort of shoes? No. no. Maybe yeah. from the police. Well, from mm. Roma Street, one into the other, <laughs> just <laughs> pacing, pacing back and forth, looking for something. Mm. Unfortunately, we're going to have to update the board again. That's another endorsement of Sharia Law on the show today. So oh. we, well, I think we've gone three days without an endorsement of Sharia Law. So Marta, are you, are you I know, proud I know of yourself? the Lord Jesus Christ is probably good. And I don't know a lot about religion, but um, I tell you what, Muhammad and the, and the Quran, he did a lot of good stuff, mm. like chop the fingers. Jesus is you need Jesus Muhammad. in your life. Did Jesus kill anyone? Did he want? No, he didn't chop off any no. fingers. He was more a provider. He was a healer. Mm. I think he fixed some of those fingers up. Mm. Mm. He was a. I don't want to say it, but a cheating liar. Remember that story with the loaves and fishes? Oh, look at all. I caught, you caught one fish, mate. Oh, no, I can feed you all. No, you can't. It's like a magician, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, watch this. Or, or. Just careful. Yeah. What would Jesus be doing if he was here today selling real estate, correct? Like Akamanis. Yeah. Jesus and Akamanis <laughs> driving around in a Harcourt's car. <laughs> Walking on Hillary water. Hillary could be working for him. Oh. <laughs> No, my daughter's the only good real estate person there is in Brisbane. <laughs> she's just the one. She's just the, the one. Only, mm. The only exception. Mm. Yeah? Mm. No, but she's she's not a real estate she's agent. A she's a buyer's agent. agent. They're better. She's on the good guy's side. Yeah. She's on our side. Mm. That's is she still side. keeping tabs on you and your smoking? You're not cheating or lying she or hiding? All, she took all the cigarettes and ashtrays mm. away from her house. You can go to the shop and buy more. No, I refuse. Every yeah, cigarette is I'm, doing you damage. I'm stronger than that. I am not a smoker. Yeah, I don't. We've got a um, six foot poster of Brian on our door. Do you really? <laughs> no, but I'm going to get one. Every time you leave the house, go to Office Do you want to be Brian? Have it on the go mirror. Go back to Office Works and get yourself a dated <laughs> diary. Yeah, and a laminated Brian. Yeah, no, we're all sold out of those Brian picks. January is very popular for people to give up smoking. Have it on your mirror. First thing you see in the morning is Brian. Brian's desiccated body, and you can just go. That's what I want to run away from. We showed good discipline this week. Brian didn't get a run at all, did he? We didn't kill Brian. No, but you did say uh, cock a lot. So much cock. Yeah, well, cock and arcus is gone. That's the end of that. Mm. Uh, as Travis Head, though, Australia loves Head. Put your cocks up. Put your cocks up. Australia loves Head. Put your cocks up. Put your cocks up. Well, we've got this. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Lock up your grandmothers in southeast Queensland this weekend because the screaming jets are Hello. coming to town. Toowoomba Friday night, Kingcliff Saturday, South Sports Club Sunday. Gleeso. G'day, guys. How are you? Mm. Do you like that intro? I love it. Mm. I, it was all was very pumped up. It's a great way to start the year with uh, very, like, you know, over-the-top uh, introductions. Gleeso, do uh, the screaming women of Brisbane and south-east Queensland still throw knickers and bras up onto the stage? They're getting bigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and older. Less, <laughs> less lacy, right, Dave? Uh, less lacy, much more sensible. Functional. Uh, Have you got any Depends yet, Dave? Any nappies thrown up there? <laughs> and Molly Meldrum style? <laughs> These are for you. What did you think of Molly's ass up on stage with Elton? Okay, if he got up with you, 
bugly. Um, so Molly got up and dropped his duds, and we'd seen that low hanging ass up there. What would you have done? Well, I would have given him a big smack on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have obviously led to other things. Anyway, well, but uh, I've actually seen it many, many times. What, Molly's ass? I did, yeah, I did a cruise with him a few years ago and he had it out there. He loves it. But the very first time the Jets ever met Molly, we were on uh, Hey Hey at Saturday. <laughs> and, you know, he's standing there going, I like your tattoos, like your tattoos. And he goes, oh, I've got one. Trousers come down. He shows a tattoo of a cowboy on his bottom. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, he's got a, he had a cow. Not Molly's bum. No, cowboy. Like a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Zipping up, my Why a cowboy, Gleeson? How did you get to the bottom of that? Oh, he probably wanted a cowboy <laughs> in his bum, let alone... <laughs> oh, that's a tamalolo. Ooh, too big. Wow. Hey, uh, what happened? So you're three nights in a row. You're doing Toowoomba Friday night, Kingscliff Saturday night, South Footy Club, I guess that's Acacia Ridge on Sunday. In the old days... That would mean you'd be drunk for 72 to 84 hours. <laughs> now, are you guys all health? You know, all the bands, you know, in the, you know when you get you into look your 40s, yourself. you look after the yeah, body. Yeah. What, yeah. what goes on these days? You've got to kind of look after yourself, but it's a really hard one. I mean, we exist in the entertainment world, and uh, after we've entertained people, we want to get entertained as well. So, yeah, you're not um, sitting around drinking but, chamomile tea, Dave. No, that's exactly right. And and anyone who is caught doing that gets kicked out of the band. And but, so they um, should, rightly it's, so. It's, Has their pants pulled down like Molly and branded with a cowboy <laughs> idea as well? <laughs> but what do you do before you go on stage, Dave? Because I know the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl says, I think they all do a shot of whiskey. One shot is their tradition, yeah. and then they head out on stage. What do the Jets do? Probably all have two beers. And, um, and a stick of Vicks and, up the nose. Just a quick yeah, sniff. Nah, and... and well, instead of Vicks, there's a thing, a brilliant new thing called Fireball, oh, which does oh, the same we know. job. The cinnamon. Yeah. The cinnamon whiskey. Mm. Cinnamon whiskey. Oh, yeah. That'll clear you out. Feel like one now. Jeez. Do you need to practice anymore, or you guys are just permanently in the groove? Uh, well, we do need to practice because we, we brought out the new album last year, and what happens is when you go in the studio, songs take on a bit of a different shape, and uh, you know you, you kind of do different arrangements. So basically, once you record an album, you've got to come uh, back into the studio into a rehearsal studio and learn the new stuff that you've done but that's all the other stuff you know it's not like we ever have to rehearse better or uh, or help in hand or anything like that they're just uh, yeah. they're in the bank I know you say studio often there, Dave. It's also, you know, modern these days. Do you ever just bang it out back in someone's garage like you would have once upon a time ago? We do indeed, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, not not so much for the Jets, but uh, I've got a few mates around uh, Adelaide who've just got little setups, and we go and have a bit of a bang around in the in the garage, and then uh, play some music as well. We'll wait there. We don't need to know what happens in the garage. What happens in the garage with the Jets and stays Dave Gleeson stays. If this roller doors are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> but come a knocking to Woomba Friday night, Kingscliff Saturday, South Sports Club Sunday. The Jets back on the road. Good to have you on board on Triple M for another year as well, Gleeson. Mate, I'm loving it. It's uh, it's one of the best jobs I could ever possibly have imagined I'd have. I, I remember the first stuff I did in radio was at 2NUR FM in Newcastle. Oh. And that was where you could um, you could put a whole album side on vinyl and go outside and have a smoke. Oh. And then um, one time we locked ourselves out of the studio, but it didn't matter because no one was listening. <laughs> Much like New Year's Eve when you blasted everyone. All right, Gleeson, we'll talk to you through the year, champion. No worries, guys. Thanks for your time. Marto's Thought on Sport. 
We may as well start with soccer. Did you see the Asia Cup? Of course, Australia, the men's Australian team is over there. They gave it to India the other night, 2-0. And last night, they proved superior to Syria. Didn't think you could ever find a word to rhyme with Syria. <laughs> yes, we pumped Syria, the mighty soccer nation of Syria. I'll need... Uh, What's I'll need... the score? How many goals? Just the one. Classic soccer. <laughs> so we beat them 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. I mean, I watched some soccer yesterday, but it was the Gold Coast Futsal Cup down at Carrara. Oh, uh, and the score was 6-4. Oh. So a little better. That's not classic exciting. soccer. That's exciting soccer. Uh, let's move to tennis. Of course, the Australian Open moves on. We're down to just two. We've got Alex Dimonor in the men's is left and Storm Hunter, the girl from Rocky. She is playing today, so she'll probably get beat. Oh, no. She's the world's number one doubles player. Did you all know that? I like to play tennis. I'd never heard of her before until just... Like yeah. when it started this week. Yeah, well, she's been going around just playing doubles. You don't think too much of no. women's doubles. You don't chase that too much. Not on even TV. the men's doubles, to be honest. Um, Storm Hunter. But why do you do that to your kid? Yeah, I know. Pretty weird. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, there was worse things. But so, so she's playing today. I think the Demon's playing today as well. So we may well have Still no Still in, Marto. Of, yep. and you, you said know, all the Aussies are going to be knocked out in the first round. Uh, no, I said in the first week, and oh, we're still in the first, first week, week, so okay. I hold out great hope. Uh, but we all know what last night was uh, mm. and yesterday afternoon. It was Kokonakis Day, and we suggested that you should. It's before seven. We can run it. Put your cocks up. Put your cocks up. And I watched. And I watched. It was a sad, deflated cock that I saw playing last oh, night. It was, he, was he a bit flat? He was very <laughs> Flaccid. He had nothing. He was flaccid. Uh, Not flaccid. He flat. just I think he'd had a sore shoulder or something or other and now cock's out. That's all. It's a god. It's out. the last we'll talk about cock. Okay. Oh, had he rigorously been using his shoulder, had he? I don't know. He'd been wrestling with himself. <laughs> for uh, quite that's, some that's time. On report and in the bin. No, no, not yet, because I haven't talked about the cricket yet. And oh, today, no. Margot, uh, an old friend of mine and an old friend of a lot of people, I'd say, David Hooks, 20 years ago today, David yeah. Hooks died, uh, hit by a person in a bar in uh, in Adelaide and fell to the ground, hit his head, and uh, yeah, one of Australia's most exciting It's a big one-punch kill campaign was launched after that. After that. Oh, yeah, yeah, he worked horrible. on Fox Sports with me. Yeah. Um, now... Another left-handed South Australian scored a ton yesterday and what a job he did for Australia. One of the best jobs because we were struggling at one stage uh, yesterday afternoon. Did you see? we Are were we down... still playing the West Indies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in trouble. N- not for much longer. Yeah, It'll finish today. What an incredible test match because we were in real trouble and then Travis Head, he did a wonderful job, Travis Head. He took hold of the game, took the game by the scruff of the neck and got us and they still need, what have they got, four wickets left, the uh, West Indies. What are you looking Great at me for? Head. Great job yeah, by no, head. Great job by I just know where this is it. going. You've done Kokonakis, mm. and now you want to do head. So it was cock day yesterday and oh, head day. And head day. Wow. Exactly. It was a wonderful Thursday. Stuff. On report and in the bin. I'll wear that. <laughs> we, Australia loves head. Triple M Breakfast with Mano, Margo and Dan. Best of Brisbane. It's going to kick off the official voting and the crowning of the achievements. Not next week. Cricket's on next week. The Gabba will be broadcasting that week after. So you need to go to triplem.com.au. Register your business. Register a business that you know and love. We're looking for all kinds of stuff, Margot. Best cafe, best pub, gym, sporting club, pizza, burger, bakery. It's all happening. Triplem.com.au. There'll be 
riches and fame and fortune scattered all around for the best of Brisbane. Hey, I'm not sure if uh, Ipswich is known for its fashion sense, uh, but no. a pub, <laughs> the Falvey's Hotel in Yamanto, has uh, implemented a strict dress code restricting certain items that aren't allowed to be worn uh, inside the pub. Uh, the banned items include hooded jumpers or tops, bum bags, Nike, TN shoes and solid red clothing. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. Uh, usually it's no fluoro, no high-vis gear after 5pm and no thongs after 5pm. No singlets. Yeah, no singlets. Yeah, yeah clothes yeah. in shoes. Classy. What, shorts what, or pants. What, what are all these things? I just like, I was like the irony, you know, of Ipswich. You know, it's not the fashion capital, so that would pretty much include most of the people that live in Ipswich wouldn't be able to. Oh, They're targeting a, someone. Sure. What group are they targeting Is this here? someone from Logan well, kicking some people from Ipswich? Is that what you're doing here? <laughs> yeah. It's led people to speculate that uh, the reactions are targeted at Eshays. Eshay, bro. Ah. Uh, the Queensland pub has defended its decision to implement a restrictive dress code, saying Eshe-style clothing was synonymous with troublemakers. Tell everyone what an Eshe is. There'll be a heap of blokes listening right now going, what is it? What's an Eshe? Well, how do you identify an Eshe? Maybe like this. That's what you right, like. Just the common denominator is the lad bag and the uh, the Nike TNs and the like. We couldn't ban the mullet because here in, uh, in Ipswich, there's people who've had the mullet since it was cool the first time, exactly. so we couldn't ban it. But... Uh, no, mate, it's just a common denominator of the people that we saw that were causing us trouble, um, and it just happens to, to get the Eshes at the same time. Hmm. So who's that? That's the pub owner. Are they the drug dealers, the Eshes? Not necessarily. I uh, think that they may... They're dead shits. Well, they yeah. just, yeah, yeah. Some of them some of them probably deal drugs, Marto, yeah. um, but, but not restricting it just to them. Uh, but, you know, they just, I don't know, what do they do? What they're do just, Eshes well, do? Well, it's been going on forever, right? We had emos when Make we were fights. growing up, Margot. We had goths, and now you've got Eshes. But aren't we they all skinny little... Steel yeah. cars. It, it, not it, even. Some of them just want to be part of a little group oh, of right. Oh, so they just want to dress like What that. did you have in your day, Marto? We, we're kind of skater kids and stuff. What did you have there with the kind of the kids that just wanted to hang around and look like the same as each other? No, we didn't have anything. The bullshit. You were one of them. What, were you a goth back in the day? <laughs> no, I wasn't a goth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. We didn't have anything. Surfers? Yeah, there were surfies. Yeah, there were surfy dudes, but I wasn't one of them. Yeah, uh, a few people took to uh, to but, social media to, to make comments saying, just ban all Eshays. Covers the whole list. From society. Bloody Eshes. They've what completely ruined for? the colour red. Is it short for another word? No, it's pig Latin. Now I have oh. to find would, a new favourite colour. What would... Oh, yeah, the Queensland red's going to be furious. What, so, Eshe, pig Latin, what would the word be? Reverse engineer it. Oh, yeah. Eshe. Um, yeah. Sesh. It's like a, a sesh on the... On the wall. Alcohol. Oh. Whatever, you know, have a sesh. Oh. They're Eshays. I know there's a song, Eshe, 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 Eshe. That sounds like a <laughs> Jagger Place. Jagger Place. is that song? Are they, would they be the people that throw the, um, you know, when you see shoes tied together and thrown over uh, power lines? Do Eshes do that? Isn't that a drug thing? You yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought Eshes were drug dealers. There were shoes on the power line out the front of your apartment. And your manto. You sell drugs? Well, your manto. I would have thought your manto is a nice, quiet little place. I'm not sure. I've never really been. Uh, but uh, the Malcolm, the guy that owns the yeah, pub, he was, was on the Today Show yesterday with yeah. Carl, uh, and Carl was um, saying, you know, have you really kind of sat down and had a bit of a chat with the Eshays ever just to find out what's oh, going counseling on? Session. <laughs> counseling session. With a 14-year-old. Have you talked to the Eshays one-on-one? Have you, got to, have you got to speak to them about why they have such a troubled life uh, and why they've gone down the path into their subculture? Uh, no, mate, I haven't. Um, I haven't had the time, <laughs> sorry. 
I know you hang around with some questionable characters at oh. times, but I don't. Yeah, no, oh. they're not my cup of tea. Oh, bang. Someone on the crew like that, too, cheering in the back. It was referring yeah. to Michael Clark. Oh, I think so. Hanging out in parks yeah. after dark in Noosa, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, he seemed pretty dry, but he also had a bit of a sense of humour. He said, um, uh, you know, how do you identify these guys? Yeah. You know, they wear bum bags and chains and hats and yeah. red shoes, and sometimes they even wear a satchel. The only person who wears a, um, a satchel and looks cool is Indiana Jones. So... <laughs> Wow, what he an oblique reference. He had all the gear. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. is this guy? If you're listening, Mr. Fa- is it Falby? Yeah. yeah. Give us a yell. You sound like a lively character. Hey, at least Clarky's abiding by his rules. So I don't think Clarky had shoes on in that park. No shirt. Yeah, no shoes, no, no shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get into a pub. <laughs> <laughs> Mardo, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Tonight, it's not at the Gabba, it's down the coast. I'm going to call it Carrara Stadium. 6.40 Brisbane Heat playing the Sydney Sixers. If they win, they go straight into the grand final. Coach, one of the greatest wicket keep well, one of the greatest reserve wicket keepers ever to go on an Ashes <laughs> tour. Wait second. How are you, mate? Hey, guys. How are you going? Thanks for the intro. Very nice of you. Hey, listen, you got Matty Renshaw back, but uh, geez, you've got a good team. I heard someone go, oh, they've been decimated just because Marnus isn't playing an Uzi. What a season, though. Oh, mate, you guys have been phenomenal. Yeah, boys boys have been going well, very well. And we've had a pretty good bench sitting on the sidelines. So when people say decimated, I, I also don't agree with that. We've got a pretty strong lineup. So looking forward to giving it a crack tonight. You guys are undefeated against the Sixers this season. You got to be happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. And we had a good run against them last year as well. So they're one of the, obviously, they're one of the better teams. They have been for a while. So it's nice going into a game knowing that you've, you've ticked that box a couple of times. Yeah. And now you've won all your home games, obviously, at the Gabba. What's the differential playing down the Carrara? Oh, Marta, pretty big difference, to be honest. The, the wickets play, play very different, and this wicket hasn't been played on all year, so it's going to be the first time it's been used, you know, this season. Juicy. So they do, they do play significantly different, so we've got to adjust our game plan playing here as opposed to the Gabba, which, you know, home ground, you like that home ground advantage, and then they ship us down to the Gold Coast and we get a home ground advantage down here. Lost a grand final last year, Wade. Do you use that as motivation? Do you say to the boy, you know, remember... Remember how much that hurt, how annoying it was? Don't let it happen again? Oh, Dan, probably don't really uh, use it too much of a motivation because I think they've, they're have they well aware of it. But the good thing about that, if there is a good thing, is that they hurt from that, that moment last year. So we're close so far. So they know what that feeling is like. And I think the internal motivation is pretty strong from all of them. I don't want to take them back to that, yeah. um, but I keep them riding on the wave that we're, we're currently on. Grand final, obviously a pretty important game. This one even more important because the winner of this goes straight into the grand final next Wednesday, Wade. Yeah, absolutely. So every game's pretty much a grand final for us. We, we've got to win along the way. And look, we, like I said, we've got a really good role going, really good rhythm with how we're playing and preparing. And that's all we can do. Prepare them well and, geez, shoot them out there. Good luck to you. Pat them on the back. Nice. Guys, go play with the freedom. That's, sort of, that's what it's about. Have some fun. Hit we'll, the ball. We'll be watching, mate. I hope it goes well tonight. Oh, look, I'm sure it will. Thanks for your, for your support. RBT game. All right, if you just joined us, here's Robert. Robert was driving home from his brother's house when police signalled him to pull into an RBT site, but he almost ran over a police officer in the process. Yeah, I nearly did that once on Gympie Road at Chermside. They just come, they just jump out onto the road in front of yeah. you and wave that stupid little wand. You're not expecting them. Yeah. Next minute, you yeah. nearly run over a police officer. I reckon Robert's sober. 
Well, I have and a he bit was more. caught unaware. Have a bit more, Robert. Having just arrived at Campbelltown Police Station, oh, Robert reveals why he was in such a hurry. As I was driving through, I'm just saying, I'm not about to go to the toilet. That's what I mean. Oh. Pull me over and, oh, God. Robert hadn't broken the seal. So he'd been in his brother's and then he hopped in the car and drove. And He's had five stubbies. Hard solos. They got him, I reckon. Mm. He thought he was having the, just a nice, refreshing lemon oh. drink. Do we, what are we, what are, I'm, I'm going, still saying he's sober. I'm going sober too, Margo. Under. I'm under. saying he's under the limit. Uh, 0.11. So Mardo's going over. over. Margo and I both under. Come on, Rob. Come on, Robbie. Come on, Rob. Be sensible. Come on. Okay, the instruments analyse a sample of your breath mm-hmm. and return a reading of 0.053 grams of alcohol. Oh, he's over. Just, he's over. Just over. That's three months right. on the road for God you, Rob. damn it. Well, if he just yeah. sits there for half an hour, it'll go down. It depends how recently he's had his hard solo. Yeah, it might be going up still. He yeah. might have. I've told you about that, mate. My mate of mine when the cops pulled him up, how many have you had? I've told you this one, haven't I? I don't think so. He said two and a half. They said two and a half. He said, you haven't finished this beer yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, got, he got off. <laughs> All right. In Macquarie Fields, police have just chased down a driver who appeared to turn away from an RBT site. His breath test may reveal the reason why. Macquarie Fields, that Western Sydney. Yeah, over. A little bit more. Any driver's license, sir? Was there any... You're shaking a little bit. Was there any oh, reason? Oh, no, that's not... Sorry. Oh, that's... Oh, <laughs> yeah, to count a fire for me into this device. Count a fire. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, he's under. Um, but he's got Parkinson's. Oh. That's a bit sad. Maybe he has a high intake of copper. Um, I'm going to say over. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Nick Cody, who was on the show, oh, the yeah, comedian? He was, shaky. he was shaky and it was because of his copper yeah, levels. Okay. This guy's got a lot of problems with coppers. Under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no dramas at all, okay? Oh, ah. Boring. Just a copper. I mean, responsible, just well a, done. Just a copper issue. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Okay, last one here. In Fairfield, this pea plater panicked while trying to avoid a routine RBT, leading police on a dangerous chase. Oh, another avoider. Pea platers have got to be zero, don't they? That's right. I'm going to say over. He's, yeah, he's had. The end result is one. he's totaled his car oh. into a, a, a parked truck. Oh. He's, he's a lucky boy. He could have uh, quite easily killed himself. Yeah. Over. Take his licence off him. That's the thing. Over. over. Oh, yeah. Marga. Over. Yeah. over. All right. Three of us have gone over. only find a small amount of money in his car and a breath test in the police truck clears the man of drink driving. I don't know why he would endanger the lives of hundreds of people that he's just passed and all for a disqualified driving offence. Well, he's up to something. What an idiot. Uh, Where's that cash coming from? hiding something in the boot. Small amount of cash. Small amount of cash. Low level. Everyone has a small bit. No. Low level. Nobody carries cash anymore. Suspicious. No, sensible people carry cash for emergencies when the whole power system goes down and you won't have any... Oh, He's going to need, need that cash Can you lend me some cash, mate? I've only got a card. Marlo's, you're one Facebook wormhole no, away from get, becoming a sovereign citizen, the rate you're going. No, I'm a sensible human being who hey, carries cash. Hey, come over and join me, Marlo. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marlo and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Marlo, Margo and Dan. There was a thing on Nine last night, which was an armed robbery, and it was quite... Oh, yeah. 
a man wearing a clown mask and armed with what appears to be a gun, racing into this BP on Cavendish Road. The drama unfolding on December 29, around 7.30pm. OK, well, it, it looked there, like a bloke with a cl- and a clown head runs in, had a gun. Not here. Had not a gun a Holland, out at Holland Park. Not Jesus. a fun clown head, though, like a scary, oh, like, fun, like a, a Halloween yeah. clown like mask. Yeah, but, yeah. but December 29, hold on, what are we, 19 plus two? It's three weeks ago, and I wondered, what the hell, why are they doing it now? Like, they went live to the girl she was at the server. I thought, what's, oh, that, what's it, this about? It felt like they were asking for info, though, Marto, when mm. I saw it. I don't think they've caught the bloke, and now the police are saying to the media, hey, can you release? this and get some details. Came in, listen to it, because they had the footage, came in, waved the gun around. A truly harrowing ordeal for the employee behind the counter, threatened with the weapon as this man reaches over, taking off with the till. Thankfully, that employee wasn't physically harmed during the incident. Not so good of takings. Like in the old days when there weren't cards, yeah, you would have got a heap of cash. cash Didn't look like there was a lot in the till and then he took off. Police are still searching for the man behind the clown mask. So you're right, Dan. The pl- oh, yeah. They're looking for our I help. found him. Yeah. All right. So if you've if seen I anyone with help... juggling balls, maybe well, a unicycle under no, the no, house. No, no, I think I can help the Blames. police. I might be able to help them. Oh. Well, you know the cost of living has really gotten too expensive when Ronald McDonald is so going good. in so and he needs, some, he needs some cash. And guess who the mastermind would be behind this? The Where would Ronald McDonald get a gun from? He's, he's been associating with criminals <laughs> for years right under our nose. And he's finally... It's been a total clown show. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> I'll get the reward at some stage. From Grimace. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane has... Marto, Margo and Dan with your Best of Brisbane kicks off week after next. So post Australia Day, we need you on board at triplem.com.au. Riches, prizes, fame, fortune, all on the line here. Best cafe we're looking for, best pub, gym, local sporting club, pizza, burger, bakery, heaps more. Triplem.com.au. Also discussing after 8am things you should not be doing with your partner, Margot. Hey, speaking of best of Brisbane, no wonder it's so hard to bloody get in at Morton at your place at Easter, Marto. Fully booked out, you're telling me. It's mm. because it's been named top 100 beaches in the world. Oh, and no. furthermore, Tangalooma Resort mm. has been named best in the world when it comes to what? best beach in the world when it comes to seeing nature. They've uh, obviously oh. highlighted the Tangalooma wrecks oh. um, plus the dolphins uh, plus stingrays, <sighs> starfish like sharks of course uh, they've got all of the wildlife happening over there at Tangalooma Island don't Resort. I don't like this I don't and like this Island jealousy going on A little here. further up the north of Morton Island no. is a little place called Bulwa no, where Mardo no. sometimes Terrible resides Terrible place. <laughs> Terrible place <laughs> <laughs> Awful. But you what about that? Marto's got one under the house. You can just stroll in off the beach. There's a shower under there the too. The world is a toilet at Morton. <laughs> I mean, we have some of the best beaches on the Australian East Coast. How did Morton get involved? Just Everyone is up me because I occasionally talk about Morton and now it's enormously popular. Um, well, you could, I can't you get could a, die over there. Can't you get could a spot die. For Don't Easter. go. Don't go. No. You'll die. No, that's that's Fraser Island. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You'll get bitten <laughs> Between by... the, the dingoes mm. and the Irukandji jellyfish, Fraser's yeah. not looking. Looking so nice. hot at the moment. Morton and Stratty, 
What about Stratty? Stratty's yeah, always straight Go to Stratty. You can get a ter- on Morton, you get a terrible case of rum poisoning. Because I am the rum lord. And don't forget Real crocodiles at Stradbroke. So Morton's oh, looking, looking oh, no, the goods. No, 96, someone got taken by a shark at Morton. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Was it a Wobbegong? <laughs> they just got sucked off by a Wobbegong. <laughs> what? No, 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 now you're getting like people. Everyone will want to come to Morton. On report. <laughs> what are you doing there in the water, John? Is that a wobbygong? Oh, everyone will be going, where are these wobbygongs, man? Oh, you're very keen to do wobby- some nude swimming. Wobbygong was your nickname in high school, wasn't it? <laughs> Triple M Breakfast, don't you know, Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Hey, um, listen, January, lovely thing. Everyone tries to correct, correct their behaviour and everyone's had fun on the holidays and gives up alcohol and everything else in life and starts exercising. Well, the festive season is always so uh, festive and enjoyable, isn't it? I ate and drank solid for six weeks. Yep, me too. Paying and you it. turn over a new leaf and back to the gym, etc. cetera. Uh, but the only problem is, I, now I do have a slight problem and I want to see if it applies to everyone else. Um, my wife, after four years, has this week started joining me at the gym. I go to Windsor there. It's called Genesis. It's a wonderful gym and I was having a great time the last three years. I go there after I finish work here to cleanse myself of the toxins of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kath Are you so- referring to Dan and I when you say that? No, just the general. <laughs> That's one of the more pleasant things we've been called. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, well, you got, you know, it refreshes you. You go to the gym and you're ready and then you're ready to go for the rest of the day after this job. Um, but no, Kath started going. So um, do you go together? Like, do you work out together? Do you do classes? Or does she do classes and she's you do doing, weights? She's doing the most amazing thing. There's reformer Pilates. Yeah, how good is it? Oh, she loves it. It's yeah. a quite extraordinary. But the thing is, I go there and do a few weights, a bit of stretching and a bit of this and that and la, la, la. She comes over when she sees me, when her reformer Pilates thing's over, she'll see me and... Uh, she comes over and gives me a kiss. Oh, that's so sweet. It isn't it? That's cute. But it must be disappointing for no, all those girls who have been admiring pre- me over the years. Don't what, at pretend. the over fifties <laughs> on Jim's Genesis. Yes, I am the oldest person there. <laughs> but I'm sure they go, "Geez, I fit old like that fella." I'm, I'm in my mind, of course. Uh, there's never been anyone uh, approach me. And plus, <laughs> I do a fair bit of perving there. Well, accidental perving. I just go, oh, "That girl's quite fit." Um, I hate working out with Corey. Like thank I've you. just, we've just started this week. We're in the gym together. And you're not happy, are you? I'm not happy at all. I'm the worst morning person there is. I literally just want to walk in, grunt and sweat and get out. I don't want to say hello. I don't want to hear his motivational quotes for the day. I don't want to see his smug little smiling face, you know, so proud that I've entered the gym for the third time this week. I don't want to see or hear any of that nonsense. (laughs) You'd cop it from a personal trainer. Just put the music on, put the workout up on the board and let's just get in and get out. But if a personal trainer did it, fine. But your husband of many years, when he does it, and, and I said to Kath, do you, do you want to do a bit of workout together? Uh, oh, no. yeah. No, she wanted to. And I, you know, I didn't really want I, I just want it. One, triple, three, five, three. It doesn't have to be about working out. But like working with your partner, how hard would that be if you yeah. had to go every day Mixing business from your bed pleasure. to your bathroom to work? I'll give you the worst one. What? Flat pack. What? Never build a flat oh. pack with your partner. With your partner. I just leave Corey. Oh, jeez. You need a divorce lawyer ready okay. to go after. All right. I know we've got to go to the traffic and news. One triple three five three. We'll handle it after that. 
what shouldn't you do with your partner? I want examples on how it turned out. Where, oh, we thought it'd be going on holidays with them half the time. Reversing a caravan onto a caravan oh, site. Oh, Jesus. We nearly had a divorce several times on our two-week trip down mm. the East Coast because we were packing up every two days. Yeah. And so then reversing back onto a new site. Yeah. And I'm like, left, right, no. I said, right, down, right. And he's like, Margo, I can't see you. And I'm like, I'm over oh. here. Oh, what about fishing with your partner? Oh, I'd like to come fishing with you. No, well, that's why I go fishing. No. I just refuse to do it because I don't like to bait my own hook. I, If I get a snag or a tangle, Corey always has to re-line it. He, like, he doesn't want to go fishing with me either. But we're both of the belief that you shouldn't go to the gym together as a couple. Uh, I see these couples and, they, they, and they'll push a PB. Oh, oh listen. Mate, <laughs> that's a new couple, mate. They're three months in yeah, or something okay, and they met at the gym. Period. But you spend enough time together. You don't need to do hobbies together. That's Jeff right. on Bribey Island, do you agree? Definitely agree, mate. I cannot play golf with my partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your thing, huh? Yeah, it is, and she beats me. Oh, oh okay. That's, that's what this why. is about. But I, okay. it's but, a I, but I have found a way. I have found a way to uh, to turn her off a game. Last Ooh. time we played together, I uh, do you poke her in the butt with the stick, by, Jeff? No, well, yeah, that's after golf. But um, I, I, uh, I was down by two, down by two shots last time yeah. with about three holes to go. Yeah. Um, so I walked. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So I walked around behind the golf cart and uh, took my gear off and then walked around and just got in her eyesight holding my club in my hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which and, club? And. And it really put her off. It was only a little five. <laughs> what, you or? What about the golf club, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the problem is when they try and give you nice advice, Margot, like Corey's doing with you, you interpret it as being condescending. And he goes, hey, good job there. You're like, oh, good job there. Shove good your job. good job up your ass. Yeah. Um, you just mentioned you weren't a good fisherwoman. Cat what? might come rock fishing with you, Mardo. Would that be better? Would you rather come rock fishing with you at Morton or... Rock spidering. There's certain things you do with your <laughs> no, mate. go to the gym. <laughs> oh, of course. No, no. Isn't it cute, though? Like, don't you look over and, you know, you can check her out without looking like a weird, creepy old fella? Like, instead of checking out the young hot chickies, no, you can actually look over at your wife really comfortably and, and have a proper purse. Which I, I'm very proud of her, but um, that's about it. Yeah, yeah it's just, uh, you know... You know what really annoy Marto? I just want to finish with this. What yeah. really annoy Marto is going fishing with Sam Smith, the singer, because um, you mentioned you're a fisher woman, Margaret. Yes, I am. How, how would you go fishing with Sam Smith? You're a big fan of fishing. I do love no. fishing. Yeah. Yes, I do. What? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to be a fisher, fisher than... What, like a fly fisherman? I'd, I'd, be a, I'd be any type of fisher than... I think I would like to... One day I'd just like to end my days fishing. What, what is What is well, that? Well, Sam Smith's a day. He's a fisher them. Is he the modern Elton John? Is that who he is? Oh, the big uh, unit? No. No, he's a fisher day. What's, what's your oh, problem? Oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> Give up. <laughs> We're compiling a nice little list here. I'm just writing it down. Um, things things you not do to do with your partner. Go to the gym. Mm. Um, flat pack. Yep. Do golf. Or go fishing. Uh, or learn a new sporting skill like uh, tennis. Pickleball. Oh, tennis is all right. Do you and Kath play pickleball? I know you play with your mum. Solo. Solo or with mum. Mm. No, but you like to crush 94-year-old men in the if nursing play, If you play pickleball solo, who do you play with against Oh, no, wall? I mean I'll go there and play against uh, strangers. Oh. Maybe the old strangers. Like we're talking octogenarians, at least he likes to beat mm. in, in mum's, you know, nursing. You need to facility. crush. You need to be a winner. Go out to nursing homes. If you want to be a winner, go out there and crush their souls. <laughs> Nicole and Fig Tree Pocket, what should we add to the list of things not to do with your partner? 
oh my lord it has to be hanging wallpaper particularly if it's a mural oh and you need god. things to line up Who? we had a picture of a star wars for my son yep. yeah and <laughs> the first two pieces took four hours why are you laughing sorry nicole the whole it's being thing incredibly is disrespectful no, no. No, no, no. It's actually good you're laughing because it was just so traumatic mm. that the only way through it was son. to laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he where do you get, where do you get this Star Wars uh, wallpaper from? Where do you get this stuff? Mitch in the morning sells it, I think. <laughs> 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 so what happened? It wasn't the sort of thing you could just throw away. Now, what um, happened? Who was so right, we Nicole? Made... Hey. Well... It was me, yeah, I have to of course, say. Of course it, it was. It wasn't lining up. I couldn't walk in that room and look at it if it wasn't lining up. You could see Luke Skywalker's face was unlevel, so mm. it mm. just wasn't going to work. Anyway, we made it through. The first two pieces took four hours. The remaining 10 or 11 took one. So we did learn something. Don't you process. find it so interesting? I'm with you on the hanging things, um, just like frames, like picture frames or photo frames or anything like that, because Corey goes to such great lengths to measure everything out, mark it with little marker, That's tape measure with that. What's that little thing that tells? It's got the a bubble level. and a level. A level, level. He levels it. He gets a tape. Like he does yeah. all of these things, so, string so from one good. side to the yeah. other. So it looks good. But it's always still out. You stand back from it and I'm like, I could have just told you, put the nail there and there oh, and I would have been able to get oh, that God. more level. I, I don't like you. I couldn't work with that. Corey's always... Well, he's done it right. Something wrong with your eyes. No, they're all dicky. You've had seven margaritas you and you're coming to go level. sideways. <laughs> I may, may, may not have been drinking. Motto, Margo, and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan. I'm back on free-to-air TV, Marto. I told you the other night I've been watching Gladiator. Dan, I can't decide what to watch on Netflix and it takes me an hour yeah. to choose something. So I'm just letting the TV tell me, you know, whatever's on, 7, 9 or 10. I just have a flick and then I've only got three choices. Very I old have to school. pick one. Mm. And uh, one that's familiar with our show, The 100. We've had Andy Lee on before to talk about The 100. Uh, it's a, it's kind of like a, um, like a game show style where Panel show. They, they survey like 10,000 yeah. people and they have some of them, you know, there in the audience and they give an answer and then they ask the celebrities on their show. And in this case, it was John McEnroe, the tennis, former tennis player yeah. uh, and some comedian, can't remember his name. Uh, and, well, this was the question. When it comes to Nick Kyrgios, do Australians think he's a hero or a bit of a dick? Only one or the other. You can only pick one or the other. We surveyed 10,000 Australians for this. 10,000 Australians? Is that how many they survey? 10,000 Australians. That's what they say. 9,900, surely, yeah. say he's a dick. <laughs> well, um, this was the response from the comedian. I think he's a hero to dicks everywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can only pick one or the other. Is he a hero or a dick? But as a comedian in true style, yeah. uh, made it a bit funny. John McEnroe, on the other hand, a little more serious. You know, I think that that's sort of what he wants to be, actually. Mm. Yeah. It's his brand. He also is extremely talented and could be a hero as yes. well. Yeah. It would be nice if he was both. Like, yeah. I know something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately. That's a, that's a good call from John McEnroe. Ooh, he was similar to Kyrgios. He was, but he actually won things. And he nailed it, though. Kyrgios leans into it. Uh, yeah. it. You see him jumping around on court. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he plays does. tennis because he's kind of good at it, and he gets paid, and he, you know. He, but it's not the not the he be all and end all. About tennis, he doesn't care. No. no. So where did we end up? Well, here. Let's see where Australia's set on this one. 
55% John sits ahead. Well done, McEnroe. 55% of 10,000 people said he was. he's a bit of a dick. Which I'm disappointed in Australia. I'm surprised I actually have to ask that question. <laughs> Which to me makes me think they've made all that up, the 10,000 people and 55%. Who are those 45 Percent of I think Australians. he's a hero. I think he's a hero. Jeez. Nick Kyrgios lovers. Not your dad. He'd be in the 55% oh, for yeah. sure. Murderer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought on sport. I think we covered off on everything. Soccer, we beat Syria. Cricket, we're about to beat the West Indies. Uh, tennis, the Demon will be the only person left in the Australian Open probably after today. What are you thinking then? I've talked league the other day. We we haven't spoken to AFL. I'll save that for Monday. Rugby Union. I want to talk rugby union. We still don't have a coach of our national team, the Wallabies, after Eddie Jones stepped down and we all said oh. what a disgrace he was. I thought someone came in. No. Oh, no, they got a new... Daniel Herbert. New chairman. The boss, oh. boy Daniel Herbert. Has it He's been five CEO. years already on Eddie's contract? That was a quick five years. Where, did yes. that t- where does the time go? It's Listen. the same contract Anthony Seabold had, I think, at the Broncos. Yeah. This hasn't been confirmed, but there's an enormous rumour and I just want to warn everyone so you don't get a surprise. We're about to appoint another Kiwi as the Australian... Wallabies coach. That's okay. I'm okay with that as long as no. they're good. Yeah, they coach I know. the Kiwis to the All Blacks he to is great good. success? He's a good bloke. He's a bloke called Joe Schmidt. Now, he coached Ireland for about five years and made them number one in the world. And yeah. then they sacked him after the 2019 World Cup after they did some sort of review. He was also the assistant coach of the All Blacks who lost the World Cup final by one point just in, uh, what's that, October, November. He comes with pretty good credentials. But, all right, so don't get a surprise. There's another Kiwi. See, Robbie Deans was appointed as the Wallaby coach about 10 years ago. Then Dave Rennie, only about five years ago, and got sacked for Eddie Jones. So we've had two Kiwis, and both times it's ended in tears. We're about to go down the same track. May I ask a question? May, yes, certainly. Why is Joe Schmidt leaving New Zealand if he's so great and got because, them to the World Cup? And because they they've appointed point. a guy called Scott Robertson, uh, who's a magnificent coach. They've appointed him over. So he's missed out on the top job in New Zealand. Here he goes. Oh, I thought you were going to give it to me. So he's gone, hey, 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 hey. He was an assistant over there. He was the assistant. Oh, sorry. He was the assistant coach, and the logical step was to make him coach. He missed out on that. So now he's gone, hey, 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 I'm here if you need. Like netball style. We needed Scott Robinson, didn't we? He's a good bloke and he loves surfing. mm. Um, No, we needed Steve Larkin. We needed a bloke who's won a World Cup who's in Australia. Uh, Name you're missing. Forget all those names. Michael Checker. Yeah, don't be now idiot. sign Margot and I's petition. <laughs> I, I'm just you can get people. on there. We need 10,000 signatures to get Marta to I coach just, the Wallabies. Don't be a dick. We'll I'm sign them up for five people. years, so it'll just be two games worth. I'm just telling people we're going to overlook another Australian, and they're not talking about me, I'm talking about Stephen Larkham. Looks like he's going to be overlooked to another Kiwi to coach Australia. Yeah, but for Bad how long? move in my mind. For how long? How well, long they'll sign him for four years. They'll sign him to so the next World Cup. But and what's be that? Disapp- yeah, four we'll years is two months. We'll get beaten by the Kiwis in in. In July and August, and everyone will go. Oh, well, that was a dud. We'll sack him. Then we'll have to be. We'll be in this same position again. Anyway. How many head coaches are we paying at any one time? We up to like three. Uh, up to three to four. <laughs> Stop signing them. Just sign them for. All right, you've got a job until uh, until you lose three times in a row to the Kiwis. That's all. I don't know. You, you, you try to tell me to be positive about rugby, and I just can't be. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane has. Are you still off the everything? Six. I'm into day seven. Oh, my.
my God. Hey. Longest so good. Ever. Proud of you. Thank you. Barring the time he was hospitalised, Margot, this is the longest <laughs> that he's gone. I beat my record. I'm in three days over my record. Well done. Well, play along. I may never drink game. again. Uh, let me just check the computer with that. No. <laughs> Liar. Uh, we all know here that I'm a, a pretty passionate supporter when it comes oh, to yeah. my children and the sidelines of their sporting adventures. Wiley! <laughs> I like to cheer. I'm very encouraging. And yesterday when we I turned up to watch Jagger play futsal down at Carrara Stadium for the Gold Coast Futsal Cup, um, there was a gentleman who went to sit down beside me and he said, oh, is there anyone sitting here? I said, no, 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 you can sit there. As long as you're okay with over-enthusiastic, loud cheering. Oh, that's good warning. And he said, oh, I like that, and sat down and then actually thought about it and went, no, I'm actually going to move. <laughs> he got up <laughs> and he said, I'm actually going to go and sit up in the grandstand. Yeah, he couldn't get further away. And I said, no worries, oh, mate, have a good game. I think All I've got some of here, Margot. <laughs> That's, and that's it's always positive. Key. It's always encourage. It's yep. and at the moment it's yes, go Sala time because that's the name of our under nine futsal team. Go Sala time, yes. And I yell out all the boys' what? names. I'm like, good Sa- job, Michael. Yeah, well done. Go, Matthew. Go Come on, Ben. Don't let him. Oh, good feet, Isaac. Oh, you know, I'm good. always really encouraging. Apart from that time when you said to Memphis, I drove all the way down here to watch you <laughs> start running. Well, in the second half of the game, Jagger was goalie for the first half and he let two goals in. So I said, you know, those two you let in, you've now got to make up for that and score two, mate. All right? I said, I want to see two from you on the board. Are you allowed to use your hands as a goalie in futsal? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there I was cheering away, go our team, yay, yay, yay. And um, the other team were very good. They had great skills. They'd come up from, they were a Sydney team, Mardo. People have flown in from all over the country you to be a part of this. 900 kilometres to play football. Teams from Melbourne, there's teams from Adelaide, there's oh, teams from what? North Queensland. Like, they've come from everywhere. Oh. Anyway, this great little team looked slick as, you know, really right. good, great footwork. And I was really impressed by them. And I was like, these boys are really good, you know, in my mind, you you know, sort of cheering for them in my head a little bit because, you know, I, I love just kids having to go out there mm. playing sport. You appreciate quality. Next minute I'm like, go, Salah time. Sorry, go, 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 get, get him, Jagger, take him on, use your body. No, it's soccer. And this little kid, he scores a goal, right? He outsteps Jagger, uses oh. his little skills and his footwork. and That's he three goals he he's let goal. through. He... he Cheers for himself, which you know they do in soccer. It's all about individual celebration. They, and they run do away the Messi from their team, yeah, and they, they do the um, Ronaldo, the and they do the yeah. thing, and they jump up, Sweet. and they, they do all different types of yeah. um, celebrations. Well, obviously, there's one where um, they shush the crowd. Oh, yes, put their fingers, put to their the finger up to them. <laughs> that's to the opposition supporters. Yeah. Silence. Well, I got shushed oh, by a nine-year-old did he, child. Oh, did he single you out? He pointed me out. Looked me dead in the eyes, and he would have been two foot nothing. This kid with a bowl cut like Jim Carrey out of Dumb and Dumber. Uh, uh, he shushed me. Yes. He made death stare eye contact and pointed at me at the same time. Oh my God. And everyone went, "Oh my God, you just got shushed!" And he kept running and then ran back to the centre to replay like nothing had happened. And I was like, internally, I was boiling. I was like, this kid, the disrespect. What a little. You know, like I had all sorts of profanities in my mind. I wanted to yell out, oh, yeah, you listen, you little He's made bastard. to play soccer, that kid. He anyway, his dad that. come over at the <laughs> end of the dad. game just to come and say hi to Corey because he's a, a fan. Oh, I wanted to stink. Wanted to, no, oh. didn't realise what his son had done. 
not oh, realising it was me. So we're standing there and, and said, oh, Corey, oh, you know, uh, my son and your son just played in the last game together. What a great game. You know, your son's a, a great little player. And Corey's like, oh, yeah, mate, which one's your son? And he goes, oh, the one with the little bowl cut. And I'm like, oh, the one that shushed me. And he oh, goes, oh, was that on. you that he shushed? And he said, I saw him do that because great. he does that as a celebration. Yeah. But some, one of the other mothers said, oh, no, he singled out that loud woman down the other loud end. Loud woman. And oh, that was I'm so happy with this story. Oh, I the was so woman. embarrassed. Did Corey, go get that kid huh. over here. I need some advice off him now. Mm. How, do you how, do you, sh- how do you do the shush? <laughs> I was <laughs> so embarrassed. Thanks for listening to the Triple M Breakfast podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today.